Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So while Canada talks about acquiring enough vaccine to vaccinate each Canadian who wants to be vaccinated by September, just count the months on the calendar. I think you might get to five. And while the vaccine numbers arriving here decline, Moderna's supply for April cut in half, according to the Washington Post, the United States is expected to perhaps run up a surplus of 300 million excess vaccines by July. Emily Rauhala is a Washington Post reporter who co-wrote this story. She joins us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Emily, thank you for the time. And how does the United States wind up with a surplus of 300 million vaccines in July? How's that happen? We're envious. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good question. Uh, I should stress that that number is an estimate. It it depends on a bunch of different factors, but I think it's very fair to say that the United States has purchased or or ordered, secured vastly more vaccine than it will need to vaccinate uh, its entire population. And it has to do with several factors, but I think the the biggest is that through uh, Operation Warp Speed, the U.S. government was able to cut deals early and cut very large deals with uh, vaccine makers, uh, particularly the makers of the new mRNA vaccines, which have proved very successful. And so they've secured enough for all Americans who are eligible of those two vaccines. And they also hedged their bets by cutting deals with other vaccine makers. And so, as you said, we're um, an estimate from Duke University is that by July, there could be 300 million extra doses here. And at this point, as we speak today, the majority of Americans have received uh, vaccination, at least one jab, maybe both. Those who want it anyway, right? Yeah, so uh, the percent of the U.S. population that's fully vaccinated is about 25 percent. But, of course, not all Americans are eligible. There's there's children. But a significant number of Americans who are eligible for that vaccine have it. I believe it's in the... Um, Right. High 30s at this point. Yeah. So that's that's people who want it. Now, um, the United States is also being approached by the international community with requests, very strong requests about what they should do with this 300 million estimated additional vaccines or excess vaccines by July. What's the what's what are they hearing? Who's who's approaching the United States and what's the Biden administration saying in response? So the, the U.S. has, as you said, faced a lot of pressure to get in on the quote-unquote vaccine diplomacy game. We see China, Russia, and others donating doses, or in many cases, more often cutting deals with countries to, to, to basically use vaccine as a tool of diplomacy. That's not what the U.S. government has done so far. The U.S. government, under the Biden administration, has upped its support for a multilateral initiative backed by the World Health Organization called COVAX which aims to get vaccine to low- and middle-income countries primarily. Uh, it, it pledged uh, four billion, up to $4 billion of previously appropriated money, but it has so far not heeded the calls to directly donate some of this surplus or indeed to uh, transfer technology, transfer 
know-how elsewhere so that other people could start making these mRNA vaccines. Is there a bipartisan approach or attitude or view of what the United States should do with this excess vaccine? Bipartisan, of course, I mean the Republicans and the Democrats or the Democrats and the Republican in in government. Is there a a, a collective idea of, yeah, this is what we need to do to help the rest of the world? Or is it political? It is political, although this issue, unlike some other, many other issues here, most issues here, doesn't fall strictly along party lines. Um, There is, for instance, there has been historic uh, Republican and bipartisan support for supporting organizations that back global vaccinations campaigns. But the political challenge here right now for the Biden administration is meeting strong domestic demand, being seen to have met that before, um, you know, donating doses or taking other actions. And I think uh, we'll see growing calls domestically uh, for more action from the U.S. government as the U.S. gets a little bit closer to the herd immunity point at some point in the relatively near future. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.